This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello and welcome to Savor, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have a classic episode for you about candy hearts. Yes. And this one was a fun one. I had a good time researching this. Oh, yeah. This one, this one is super fun because, first of all, it gets into um, the, the history of these things goes further back than I thought. Mm-hmm. And so you get not only modern interpretations of what's sweet or romantic or funny, mm-hmm. but you get like those Victorian and Edwardian ones, too. And I'm like, oh, no. Yes. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear is correct. Uh, Yeah, that's one of my... If you research the history of Valentine's Day, which as we record this, it is February 1st, so it is the Mm -hmm. month of Valentine's Day. Um, (laughs) There's just a really funny, kind of disturbing history of, like, the messages people used to give, like, salty Valentines, which were just insults people would give that would have, like, destroyed me as a child if I got one. Really harsh insults. I know. Oh, but they're funny now. <laughs> they are pretty funny. I, I don't want I don't want them to come back, but it made me laugh. Yeah. Um I, I will say, well, okay, so so since since this episode came out, this episode came out in um January of 2018. Um in I believe July of that year, June or July, uh the Neko company actually went bankrupt and was purchased by Spangler Candy, um, who has brought back the Sweetheart's brand, never fear. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, their 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 theme for this year is um, teamwork and encouragement. 
Yes. I, I saw some very, very funny articles that were like, even the conversation hearts know <laughs> we're <They're> struggling. Like, <laughs> we all need we all need a boost right now. Um, yes. Yeah. So so among their new sayings uh, include uh, way to go, uh-huh. uh, high five and crush it. <laughs> Which stay away from me with your high five. <laughs> a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) elbow bump at most come on Mm -hmm. also crush it i'm like oh man finally uh candy that talks to me like my corporate boss that's perfect (laughs) what i always wanted (laughs) yeah yeah there's definitely some really fun takes people had about like it for (laughs) what they really should have said is you vaxxed or things like that so if you want to look that up you can. I also find it funny, these candies that are so polarizing, because I was, yeah, just searching, like, anything new with candy hearts, conversation hearts? And there's so many articles that are either saying, can we not just retire these? Aren't they the worst candy ever? <laughs> or other people on the other side saying, like, oh, thank goodness they came back. <laughs> and then there's also, I have this page up right now, there's, like, a, a candy hearts available for purchase that I'm assuming is, like, classic, that's over two hundred and forty dollars, oh. and then there's another one that's under two dollars. <laughs> huh. So people have wow varying strong opinions about this candy, which is great. We love strong opinions. Here. We do, we do, um, and I think we get into that in this episode. Oh yeah. Oh no, I come out the gate hot. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> But yes, so let us allow former Annie and Lauren to take it away. Hello and welcome to Food Stuff. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And uh, one of my very least favorite holidays is coming up as we record this episode. I wish I was clever and could think of a joke holiday. That is not (laughs) Valentine's Day, which is the answer. (laughs) Groundhog's Day. Screw that groundhog. (laughs) True, right? Uh, No, no. I I mean, that's A, an excellent movie. B, groundhogs are terrific animals. It's true. It's true. Valentine's Day is awful, though. Yes. Or, as it's sometimes known, Singles Awareness Day are sad. (laughs) Or Valentine's Day, depending on, you, you know... What you like to celebrate are February 14th, as I know it. Because yes. I usually forget it's happening. This might be why some of my previous three relationships ended, because their <laughs> birthdays were on Valentine's Day. What? For three? Three? In a row. In a... Their birthdays were on Valentine's Day. And it was a lot of pressure, you know. Valentine's Day is coming, and I don't want to celebrate it, and then it's their birthday, and I forget both, and, and I'm a terrible girlfriend. Oh, wow. That's the end of yeah, because I... Oh, I, I call it obligation day sometimes. But anyway, hey, Valentine's Day. Yes. If any of you like it, that's totally your bag. It can be great oh, if yeah. you like candy or, you know. A candy is is a thing that I enjoy. My Although, mom used to make like these little rose things she'd give yeah. to me. That was nice. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yes. You were saying about candy? Oh, candy. Yeah. A, a type of candy that I don't like. I'm just talking. I'm just I'm just wenching about things today, aren't you I? Are. I? Go for it. Conversation hearts are awful. That's what we're talking about today. And that's our topic. Yay! Yeah. I mean, it's great to talk about something you're, you get to hate on when you hate it. I guess I guess hate is a strong word. I just don't understand why they're candy or popular. Yeah. I don't really like them either. But in case you don't know what we're talking about... We're conversation t- hearts. Yeah. Conversation hearts. They're like those chalky, colorful heart candies that have messages on them. Usually in red. 
Usually, yes, usually in red. They sometimes go by conversation hearts, love hearts, message hearts, or yeah, sweethearts. So a lot of a lot of names with hearts in there. They traditionally say things like be mine or kiss me. But nowadays they might say something like tweet me. In the past, they said fax me. Oh fax me. I absolutely think they should bring that back. I know. And can you imagine like you get this heart, you're like, ooh, I'm gonna fax him later. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> How romantic. You're just waiting, you hear that awful phone now sound. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, some have emoji. Um the main company that makes them in America, Neko Sweethearts, print some eighty sayings every year, about thirty traditional ones, twenty totally new ones, and the rest is a mix of Popular ones from recent years. Mm-hmm. And in 2004, a Michigan man went all over to get enough marry me sweethearts to propose to his girlfriend. Eventually, he he just couldn't find enough, so he emailed the company, and they just sent him a box of marry me's for for free. Yeah, it's apparently their like officially unofficial corporate policy. To, yeah, if if you take the time to write them, I mean, don't abuse this power, you guys. Yeah, because then you'll be one of the reasons they had to get rid of it. You don't want to be that. You don't want to be that guy. No. But his his wife also in that way got him a matching gift for. Their wedding. This this Michigan man, uh, his his wife uh, got him a box full of sweethearts that say "I do." Oh, they also make sugar free sweethearts with Splenda. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dazzled tarts with a sparkly sour dust coating. Dazzled tarts. There's also sweethearts on Espanol, and you can customize your own. I looked into this, and uh, it's quite expensive. You can fit five letters on the top row and four on the bottom, unless one of those letters is W. Oh, W. W. And then you have to knock a letter off each row. Mm-hmm. And this it might be the most surprising fact of the episode to me. They are the best-selling Valentine's Day candy, even when you include box chocolate. What? They, yeah. They account for 40% of the Valentine's Day candy market. What? I know. I mean, they're fine. Are but- they? Are they? Are they? I mean, mm. the novelty of getting a message on there? I don't know. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. certainly not chocolate. No. And I will say they, they're very specific about boxed chocolate oh. in the facts I read about mm. it. So maybe it's not necessarily chocolate. In general. but okay. Right. Well, I see. Yeah. Anyway. But the, that number does mean something because here in the States, as of 2016, Americans spent a collective $1.7 billion on candy for Valentine's Day. And each year, eight ba 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 billion sweetheart candies are produced. And a large chunk of those are sold between New Year's Day and Valentine's Day. Like basically all of them. Right, pretty much. Like they produce them year round to sell them in six weeks. Exactly. And this is enough to go from Rome, Italy to Valentine, Arizona. There's a Valentine, Arizona, apparently. Mm -hmm. 20 times. (laughs) 100,000 pounds of sweethearts. I... I saw an interview with a NECA marketing director from 2011 reporting that they make 10 to 14 million pounds a year. But that 100,000 number is reported on NECA's website. Who can we trust? Conspiracy everywhere. Oh, everywhere it, we go. Look, it's a lot of candy hearts either way. It is. It is. So um, what's in these things, Lauren? Well, uh, sugar or an artificial sugar substitute, as the case may be, corn syrup, corn starch, gelatin, gums uh, for adhesive properties, flavors and colors. You mix all that up into a dough, feed the dough through a machine that presses it flat, stamp on the lettering, cut the heart shapes out of the of the flat dough, dry the hearts in a drying tunnel, mm. and then repeat with a bunch of other colors and flavors. You mix them up, you box them. 
Apparently, the machine that they used to mix them together is colloquially referred to as the rocket launcher. That sounds very epic. <laughs> um, and I, the video, you can watch online. There's videos of this, um, of the candy hearts being manufactured, and it is kind of hypnotizing. Yeah. It's very colorful. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if rocket launcher is what I'd call it, but it's colorful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and and they do they do in fact have different flavors. I, I know that ch- chalky <laughs> might seem to be the base level across all of them, but uh, supposedly the flavors range from lemon, orange, extreme tangerine, pink lemonade, apple, sour apple, green apple, blue raspberry, strawberry, red berry, grape, wild berry grape, and fruit punch, depending on what variety you're dealing with. There are also single type boxes of chocolate flavored hearts oh that's a lot more flavors i thought there would be five maybe uh, that's yeah. a lot you've got all the different 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 types of boxes you've got those dazzled tart sweethearts i am intrigued by that <laughs> they have retired a few flavors over the years like mint and banana mint separately it, there, it wasn't like a mint banana flavor that i'm personally aware of <laughs> okay okay they also retire messages every year mm-hmm. and in order to, to, to make room for new ones and some of those new ones every year run along a theme. They have themes for each year. Prior year's themes include loves in the forecast Ooh. with messages like get my drift and heat wave. <laughs> okay, I might appreciate that. Um, there was the game of love with messages like dream team and number one fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's fashion forward with Vogue and Trey Chic and Animal Attraction, which included Perfect and Take a Walk. Take a Walk? See, I would be offended. <laughs> How dare you, Candy Heart, and then throw it down. <laughs> but, but this ties into a long-standing tradition of, of, kind, of kind of mean it does. candy hearts. It does. And speaking of, while I was researching this, I found... The best slash worst old-timey tradition. I bet a lot of you have heard of this, but it was my first time encountering it. In the 19th century, if you had a suitor you wanted to ditch or just generally someone in your life you didn't like, you might send them a vinegar valentine. Vinegar valentine. A vinegar valentine. Had you heard of these? I, I, think I, I think I've heard of that, but I hadn't ever looked into it. Oh, man. These were cheap cards that usually had these really ugly or rude images on them, captioned with an insult of some sort. If the person really didn't like you, they might write up in detail, exquisite detail, all of your flaws as they saw them. And oh, man. And they say that people are mean on, on the Internet. Goodness. I know. You can look these up online. Most of them were directed at women, and they were so mean. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I thought of it like if Spencer's made a Hallmark card. <laughs> If you guys know what Spencers are, I don't yeah. know that they're that common anymore. Or, or Gadzooks, I guess, is another brand like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they would say things like, you are a nerve destroyer. When a pig's getting slaughtered, the noise that it makes is sweeter by far than your trills and shakes. <laughs> and the howling of cats in the backyard at night compared with your singing's a dream of delight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or, you saucy puss, I am afraid that at last you'll die a maid. Let nothing tempt you to be witty. You cannot, and you are not pretty. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. But here's one. (laughs) Here's one for for the men. Oh, okay. 
Hey, lover boy, the place for you is home upon the shelf because the only one who'd kiss you is a jackass like yourself. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, snap. Mm -hmm. Or another, your bright shining pate is seen at all shows and invariable <laughs> down in the bald-headed rose where you make conspicuous by your tender care your true ardent love for that one lonesome hair. Oh, man. I know. These are tough. Yeah. Like, yeah, they when they um, were popular, they counted accounted for over half of all card sales on Valentine's Day. And I laugh, but I'm really glad this went away because if I had gotten one... Oh, yeah. No. It would have destroyed me. Yeah. However, as a joke with a friend, could still be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, For, for a while, Despair Inc., which is known for its anti-motivational yeah. posters, yeah, um, made a line of bitter sweets with messages like mutual disgust <laughs> and P.S. I love me. <laughs> See, I, I did this once and it really backfired on me because oh, no. I gave somebody something that said, um, you will fail or something. And then he failed his test. Oh. And I felt really and bad. You, oh, well, that's I mean, not your fault. I mean, that's... I know, but it wasn't great. <laughs> it didn't look great for me. <laughs> uh, apparently, Neko still receives consumer suggestions for breakup hearts inscribed with stuff like get a prenup or call my lawyer. However, even traditional nice sweethearts can be turned to less than loving purposes. Uh, they make a pointed appearance in Anne of Green Gables from 1908. Once when nobody was looking, Gilbert took from his desk a little pink candy heart with a gold motto on it, You are sweet, and slipped it under the curve of Anne's arm. Whereupon Anne arose, took the pink heart gingerly between the tips of her fingers, dropped it to the floor, ground it to powder beneath her heel, and resumed her position without deigning to bestow a glance on Gilbert. Oh, that's harsh. That is. Valentine's Day drama. Yeah. So there's reasons why we don't like this holiday. It's fraught with peril and terror. It is. But you know it's not fraught with peril and terror? What, Lauren? Ad breaks from our wonderful sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. <laughs> I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, 
I want that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No Me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So, history. The first romantic message-type candy that we know of comes from 1820s France, when it wasn't uncommon to receive a bonbon on New Year's Day that came with a message or story possibly romantic or seductive in nature. Uh, yeah, the the wrapper that it came in, the little envelope might have something in there, or something written on the envelope, sure. Exactly. And in the 1850s in Britain, you could find manufactured hard candies that came with short printed messages like, no, I won't ask mama. (laughs) How romantic. (laughs) I like that the 1850s British folks were definitely from the South. (laughs) I just had a whole meeting that devolved into who has the most Southern accent. So I think it's on my on the brain. Uh, But the temperance movement caused the whole thing to fizzle out when they made and handed out their own candies that said things like, misery, sickness, and poverty are the effect of drunkenness. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a damper on on Mm. things. Around the same time in 1847, Oliver Chase, an English immigrant and pharmacist living in Boston, was looking to get in on the throat lozenge business. Throat lozenges. Of course we're talking about it. Wait, why are we talking about throat lozenges? Hmm, this is a good question. Lozenges were the shiny new darling of the medicine delivery world, and Chase wanted in on that action. And yes, we're talking about another foodstuff linked to the medical field. Uh, These lozenges were kind of the spoonful of sugar or the the candy coating or even the gel capsule of the time. You'd grind up your meds and add them to the sweet dough that once dried would melt in the patient's mouth or stomach. Right. But making lozenges wasn't an easy business, nor was it cheap. At the time, you had to make them by hand. Uh, Yeah, you had to grind up unrefined sugar with stabilizers like gums uh, with a mortar and pestle to make the dough and then roll it and cut it into shapes. And Chase decided lozenge making was in need of an American industrialization makeover and that he was the fella to do it. He came up with this tabletop hand-cranked device that did it all. It could grind and knead and shape the ingredients into lozenges. He realized fairly quickly that maybe the lozenge wasn't all it was cracked up to be, but that candy business, though, hmm. that's going places. And that same year, 1847, he founded Chase & Co. with one of his brothers, Silas. He would patent a mill for powdering sugar into different grades of granularity in 1851. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things Chase & Co. sold were discs 
with sugar and flavoring known as wafers. According to some sources, these things were so popular, Union soldiers carried them in their packs during the Civil War, calling them hub wafers. They were cheap and portable. Admiral Richard Byrd certainly thought so. <laughs> he bought two tons with him on his South Pole expedition. They would become so incredibly popular for their lasting properties, and more on that in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. In the context of sweethearts, Chase & Co. started off selling colloquials, or cockles, which were sugar lozenges pressed into the shape of a shell with a note inside about what your future would bring. Hmm. Yeah, kind of fortune cookie-esque. They gained a lot of popularity at events like weddings where the message inside might jokingly, heavy quote, say something like, please send a lock of your hair by return mail. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed so hard when I read that because I don't know. (laughs) I hope that was a joke. I don't know. It was it was a it was a common um like sweetheart thing. Uh, not not oh, sweethearts like, the candy, but to to give to give a, a lover a lock of your hair is like a keepsake. I guess I'm thinking of it in terms of the candy heart, where you might get it randomly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if I got that random request, you'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at any rate, the company was also selling their lozenge makers and sugar grinders, which helped them grow. Right. And Oliver had another brother, Daniel Chase. And Daniel had been watching the success of his brother's company and trying to figure out how he could get in on it. And as the market for Valentine's Day cards grew, Daniel thought to himself, hmm, what if we, instead of printing the message on paper, we put it directly on the candy? On the candy. What? We'll talk more about that after one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No Me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. So, in 1866, Daniel Chase created an addition to his brother's machine that could stamp vegetable-based food dye onto the tops of these pressed sugar lozenges with a, with a felt roller as the dough was being rolled through the cutter. And these were pretty big wafers at the time. Some of the original messages included, Marion White, you have chosen right. <laughs> Married in pink, he will take to drink. Ooh. Married in satin, love will not be lasting. <laughs> and uh, how long shall I have to wait? Please be considerate. Please be considerate, I think. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I I'm being annoyed. That. No, that's great. <laughs> I love those like old timey rhymes that don't work anymore. That don't work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, here, here's one that was printed a like a riddle on both sides. Mm-hmm. A question on one side, answer on the other. Why is a stylish girl like a thrifty housekeeper? Why? Because she makes a big bustle about a little waste. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh-huh. Um, but some of them had messages that are still in use today over a hundred years later. Um, I mean, th- these are the, the slightly more classic ones. Uh, be mine. Be good. Be true. Kiss me. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These had all been made uh, manually or, or with manually operated machines, rather, up until the 1870s, which is when Chase and Company began harnessing steam power to create their treats. Steam power. Candy hearts. Oh, but it wasn't hearts yet. We wouldn't get conversation candies in heart shapes for another 40 years. They didn't debut until 1902 and were among a series of shapes, uh, watches, horseshoes, baseballs, stuff like that. The heart is the shape that stuck, though. The whole line was called Neko's Sweet Talk. <laughs> and these shapes, uh, you know, with the Neko name, came out the year after Chase & Company teamed up with two other candy companies, one known for its chocolates and another that specialized in gumdrops and jujubes, to compete with some of the heavy hitters like uh, Hershey and Wrigley. Together, they Voltroned into the New England Confectionery Company, or Neko, in 1901. Bum, bum, bum! And this might never have happened if not for a couple disasters for the Chase brothers. Two of their buildings burned down, completely separate incidents in the 1870s, one in the Great Chicago Fire and one in Boston. Without this, they might never have have teamed up and thus become big enough to attract the attention of a really important contract. Ooh, what contract? Well, meanwhile, the American military had started putting candy in its soldiers' rations in 1899 with the idea that treats would improve morale and increase caloric uptake, which can be a problem when people are faced with too many unappetizing foods. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with an eye on Necco wafers' two-year shelf life and imperviousness to both melting and freezing, they became a common inclusion. The wafers were sent into battle during the Spanish-American War and World War I. The government actually bought out Necco's entire year's worth of wafer production in 1917. Wow. And jumping ahead, the Necco factory met most of the U.S. military's sweet tooth needs during World War II. Also, hey, Neko is not the only company that makes these things. One UK competitor, or parallel, rather, because they don't sell in the United States, uh, called Swizzles, started making their love hearts in 1954. They are not as strongly associated with Valentine's Day, though. Uh, As as I said earlier, sweethearts are sold basically entirely in the six weeks leading up to Valentine's Day every year. But love hearts debuted in Christmas crackers, you know, the treats that you pull apart on Christmas. And they're now sold year-round with different messages for different events, like Mother's Day, various royal family stuff, etc. I wonder if, uh, I'm sure Nico has thought about getting into non-Valentine's Day, because it really is. You don't see them outside of that. I mean, and peeps have made themselves year-round. That's true. They've They've figured that out, that market, so... Oh, I don't know. Mm. In 1990, the Neko Company acquired a rival, one of these rivals, Stark Candy Company, which had been marketing their candy conversation hearts under the Sweethearts brand. I'm sure Iron Man is not associated with that at all. Oh, not that I'm personally aware of. Hmm. More conspiracies. <laughs> In the late 2000s, they did start a uh, new kind of marketing push with a whole bunch of different really entertaining ideas. Um, they released a special edition Twilight branded oh, Sweethearts. As in the vampires. In two th- yeah, the, yeah. Oh, okay. In 2009. Um, they, they glittered like vampires in Twilight do. Uh-huh. And they included themed phrases like, bite me, I trust you, bad guy, you are my life, and I heart EC. EC standing for Edward Cullen, which is the main dude character's what name. What kind of a heart is that to give to someone else? I, <laughs> I'm not sure. So it's for you. It's for your consumption. I think it's for you. Okay, yeah. okay. That's I cool. Don't know. That's, that's cool. Oh, oh, and my favorite part about it, the flavors were called Forbidden Fruits. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, around this time, they also released smoothie-themed sweethearts with flavors like strawberry cream, peach blueberry, banana caramel, and tropical Tropical, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Also in 2009, they asked fans to submit new messages, and they got over 10,000 responses. Ooh. According to then-marketing manager Amy Scott in an interview with Time magazine, the top 10 we ended up using, they were You Rock and Puppy Love and stuff like that. But we also got a lot of weird ones, like Love Bacon, Justin Bieber, Someone Suggested The Situation, Beef Burrito, I do love beef burritos. I do you think love bacon is Kevin Bacon or like bacon bacon? I, or a mixture of both. Oh, yeah. Kevin Bacon conflated. made of bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but. Yeah. Best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an annual contest now. Uh, kids ages 5 to 12 can color in one of the company's special black and white printed sweethearts boxes and submit it for a chance to win the opportunity to create a new phrase. A few phrases derived from this contest in recent years include love to dance, girl power, and pugs and kittens. Oh. I think that's cute. (laughs) That is cute. Yeah. In 2010, Neko switched from artificial to natural flavorings and colorings, which 
apparently caused something of a public backlash and a drop in sales. Huh. Um, I think they're they're on a mix of natural and artificial flavors now, but working on tweaking their recipes and moving towards totally natural stuff. Also, hey, if if you want to make your own. Okay. You you can. There there are a few recipes out there on the web and they all sound no more difficult than making like cutout cookies. That I might do that actually. I was kind of thinking of making a joke one this year and then I when I I researched the price I said no way, but if I can make my own. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with a with a food coloring pen, which if you can't find one at a grocery store, then a craft store should definitely have them. You can write your own messages on your own homemade candies. You can even bring back any of their retired sayings that you like. May I suggest a few? Please do, Lauren. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Hacha. <laughs> Saucy boy. Ooh. Why not? Fax me. Hep cat. Tell me how. You are late. Love it. <laughs> www.cupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Ho oh, boy. And let's read. Oh, let's read. Yeah. Yeah. I like there is kind of a healthy mix of go away. Right? And also come to me. <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate that. Yeah. You yeah. can really you can really personalize it. Um our oh oh uh, their 2009 line of messages was themed menu of love. Ooh. Which is which is topical for this podcast, it you is. know. Uh-huh. And some of my favorites from from that line uh included stir my heart. <laughs> Oh, yes. My treat, sugar pie, spice it up, or recipe for love. Recipe for love. I seem to recall it was a joke. It was a bit in Arrested Development with the candy hearts. Yeah. Causing a... Some kind of stir. Some, oh, know, oh. Yeah. So probably something with maybe and... Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Like George Michael planted a candy heart uh-huh. for her and then Tobias picked it up and... Oh yeah, this is meaning nothing to a lot of you. L- Laws ensued. <laughs> I I totally recommend. I mean, Arrested Development is pretty. If you're if you're looking to soothe the pain of another Valentine's Day, Arrested Development's not a bad way to do it. They're they're not done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is the candy heart. We hope that uh, it has been enjoyable. And if you're celebrating Valentine's Day, I hope it's a good one. Yes. And if you're not. I hope hope it's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's a good February 14th. Yeah. And uh, listeners around the world, um, if you don't really celebrate this, I'd love to hear what you do celebrate around this time of year. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of this classic episode. We hope that you enjoyed it Um, as much as we enjoyed making it, though clearly have our issues with the candy itself. (laughs) And and with Valentine's Day and, I mean, honestly, with a lot of things. But um. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I, it was funny to me, though, because, again, I was, you know, doing a quick search, what's going on in the world of Conversation Hearts. And I got a bunch of recipes for Boba Fett uh, cookies. Oh, my goodness. His belt is made out of Conversation Hearts. And I was like, wow, Google's got me nailed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very specific search result, Annie Reese, that it I is. believe is perfectly tailored to you. So, good job. Yes. Good job, creepy good internet. Job, creepy you really yeah. got it this time. <laughs> you really do. You really do. Uh, I mean, every time I think of Candy Hearts, too, I always think of Arrested Development. There's a whole bit in Arrested Development where George Michael finds the 
the candy that says maybe tonight and and he's in love with his cousin maybe right and he's like ooh but then it turns out it's like one of eight that he could have gotten and then the rest of them are like no way <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> they're fun to talk about they're they're very fun and I actually have a question, listeners. I want to know if anybody likes Candy Heart. I want to hear. I was thinking about this. I want to hear from somebody, yeah, <laughs> who likes Candy Heart's conversation. Give us, give us the pro Candy Heart uh, yes. side of the conversation because we are clearly very stilted. Yes, yes, we need to balance this out. We do. Um, and I also just candy opinions and Valentine's Day candy opinions Ooh. in general would be appreciated. Yes. Yes. And you could email those opinions to us at our email address, which is hello at saverpod.com. You can also find us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening. And we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressings, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is home to a thriving culinary scene based on products and traditions from the native Taino, African, and Spanish peoples that have influenced it. When you go, there are a host of restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, farms, and coffee houses to dig into, from five-star experiences to local favorites. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.